0: Hey, everybody, this is Patriot here. Now, before we begin the show, I just want to say a few words with regard to the ongoing de-dollarization process and the looming financial crash that we're all expecting will unfold in the next weeks and months. Now, those of you who've been listening to my show are very well informed about the imminent death of the petrodollar. We've seen and tracked the developments all along the way from the expansion of the BRICS Trade Alliance to the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank. And certainly we've only just begun to see the consequences of this fiat debt prison economy collapsing under the weight of its own fraud. This Ponzi scheme has been ongoing since we were taken off the gold standard back in 1971, and the funding of our debt became entirely based upon treasury bonds that are fundamentally useless, because at that point they became no longer interchangeable for real constitutional money which of course is gold and silver. And Now fast forward over 50 years later, and we're in a situation where the big Wall Street banks are looking at $800 billion in unrealized treasury bond losses with derivative exposure accelerants that have created a financial time bomb that cannot be diffused. Now is the time to roll over your 401k and your IRA into precious metals, gold co- has over 5,000 five-star reviews on multiple different websites. Go and do your research, folks. I partnered with this company because they simply are the best in the business, incredible customer service, very competitive market prices. Everyone that I've sent in the direction of Goldco has had rave reviews, and I want you folks to be the next ones to experience the peace of mind of what it feels like to know that all of your hard-earned wealth that you've acquired over many, many years of working, is going to be safe as this financial time bomb explodes. I'm not a financial advisor, but you don't have to be in order to see the reality of what we're facing right now on the economic front. All right, everybody, enjoy the show. Thank you for listening. God bless and Godspeed. Patriot out. Okay.
1: So hey, everybody, uh, welcome. Uh, to uh, Gene and Patriot Underground. And I just love these two guys together. We're going to have an awesome show. And um, I see that people are already out in the chat there. We've got a lot of people that are waiting for us to get going. So first of all, I just want to say hello, Patriot, and hello, Gene. How are you guys doing?
0: I'm doing great. Thank you for having me back, Janine. I really appreciate it, Gene. Great to see you, my friend.
2: Yeah, thank you, Patriot. And, Janine, I'm doing okay. Nice to be you all.
1: Well, you guys look. Both of you guys look good. Gene, you never age, and I've been interviewing you for three years now.
2: <laughs> yeah, my girl looks like sprightly as ever. She is. She she does her uh, fast dog at night through the living room and her laps in the living room in the backyard, and just sprightly as heck. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. um
1: so all right so this is this is uh january 30th 2024 there's been so much stuff going on and um so one of the things i just want to uh you know kind of reach out and you know, the current events that are actually happening, you know, there's a, just a lot of chaos and we're in the eye of the, the storm, if you will. That's how I view it. And so uh, with that being said, what I've noticed within the last week or so is that there's been overcast completely covering the United States from uh, top to bottom storms that are going on. And you can say, yeah, it's just typical weather. And then today I turned on the news and there's a, the weatherman was actually reporting uh, 30 um Earthquakes out in the Caribbean. And to me, there's something obviously going on with planet Earth. Uh, Gene, do you have any thoughts on any, any of that information that I just mentioned?
2: Yeah. So, you know, first for the weather um, and now for the weather update <laughs> to our local weather weatherman uh, of the entire United States. Um, that's not actually unusual for for January. Uh Where I am, we're at 60, going to 65. But then, of course, we have weather, seasonal weather coming in, as we would say, out here in the front range of uh, snow, going from rain to snow, unfortunately, which makes it icy and slick as the jeepers out there. But, uh, you know, um, for the entire U.S. to be covered, I'm actually looking at the NOAA site. Um, I don't actually see that it's not completely covered i see regular weather for this time of year yeah it reminds me of a uh what was it uh dr Demeno show used to have uh now for the weather that was in the uk it'll be raining it'll be 20 degrees it'll be blowing it'll be <laughs> 40 mile an hour winds It's short weather is normal for this time of year <laughs> uh normal for this time of year uh for the earthquakes um On that, I'm uh, that's in the Puerto Rico Trench. All of those earthquakes, it's in an area located off uh, pretty much due north of the uh, slightly west, north, uh, we'll say north northwest of the British Virgin Islands. It's pretty much due north of um, uh, Charlotte uh, in. You know, if you know where Charlotte is in the Virgin Islands, it's pretty much due north of that. All those uh, earthquakes are uh, very deep depths. They're, the shallowest I see is like 24 kilometers. They're pretty down there. Uh, and that's from the ocean floor. Um, and so uh, I can go in and look at Raspberry Shake, which look at the wavefront, tells you if they're natural or not. So if you use Raspberry Shake, It's a way to look at the actual you go into what's called station view and you can see um, the actual locations of earthquakes. They have monitors all over the world and they will show you the actual uh, stations zeroing in right now. We'll see what we see. I'm on it right now. Okay, give me a wave. Natural waves and S waves. So those are deep trench, um, it's all actually a plate boundary, uh, a little bit of a plate boundary of the uh, continental plates. It's the uh, Atlantic plate and the South American plate in that area, South American slash American plate. Um, They do have regular earthquakes like that. When they go off, you will see a lot of uh, activity like that. So. Everything I'm seeing is totally not uh, man-made. It's all natural earthquakes. So, yeah, it's just natural uh, earth adjusting and moving as she does. Um, The fracture line actually, you know, goes right up through that area. So uh, between the plates, that's why that trench is there, uh, what they call the Puerto Rico trench. And I actually don't either... Uh, Looking at that area, see any uh, kind of uh, underwater bases or any kind of unusual features on the floor of the ocean where those earthquakes are. So um, it looks all natural to me on that one.
1: Okay, Jean, were we supposed to be seeing any slides or anything on here? Because for some reason... Um, I only can see the view of a Patriot and myself, and I'm not sure if um, you were showing anything on the screen.
0: Well, the way it works on Rumble is uh, when you go live on Rumble, for some reason, it only shows the people who have their camera on. So, oh, okay. so when Gene's talking, it'll just show, you know, like um, his, name. his <laughs> name. Yeah. But I don't think he put anything up on the screen, though.
2: Okay. Okay. Uh, I- but I can if you want.
1: No, no. <laughs> no, that that's okay. Um some of the people out in the chat were just wondering and so I just wanted to get clarification on that. I appreciate it. Um oh yeah, there he goes. All right, so he's oh, showing there. it he's showing it now, Mayday.
2: Yep. So here's the British Virgin Islands. There's Charlotte. Uh as you can see, British Virgin Islands pretty much due north. Uh you can see the depths of the earthquakes in Charlotte Emily and the US Virgin Islands here. And you know, they're deep. They're deep down there. Now, if we go to Raspberry Shake, you can see that area, which you know we uh, go pretty much to the same area here. Um, you got to kind of find it, but oh, well, that's Australia. <laughs> wrong area <laughs> uh, okay maybe I'll maybe it is we'll look and see what I was looking at the wrong station sorry my bad uh, okay let's go to this is the area here the uh, so let's look at some stations in that area so if we click on a station if it will let us I had them up for there okay how about that one yeah same thing you're seeing P waves S waves, uh, natural. Um, That's all natural stuff. That's off Dominican. Uh, No, that's actually here. So they're showing the earthquake there. They're giving you a line to the epicenter is what that is. But these are earthquake monitoring stations. And you can see the various wave patterns. So you're seeing every single time, P waves and S wave, P waves and S wave. Uh, So all natural. And then if you zoom in on the area, you can uh, look at the features of the ocean floor to some degree of accuracy. A little, yeah, you know, it is the bottom of the ocean floor. I I only see one thing that uh, could possibly not be natural, which is that. But you do have stretching in here, so even that looks natural to me more than likely. And that's the uh, as I was saying, the Puerto Rico Trench going through right there. So you have that. So as a comparison for not natural on the bottom of the ocean floor, if you were to go to the coat hanger base, as I call it, um, off the uh, Baja of California, you go up into the California Baja, and you see this underground submarine base and TR3, et cetera, base, which can can use that underwater. So. Uh, That's obviously not natural. (laughs) I mean, you have that. It's kind of nature does that all the time. (laughs) You know, it makes coat hangers on the ground or under the ocean. You know, and this is what I'm saying too. If you look at this, um, this is of course where the Colorado River used to empty, and you do not see a delta here. Where if we go over to the Texas region, to where and New Orleans and all of that, where the uh, gulf, you see this pile of debris, that's from the Mississippi and Missouri rivers emptying out and dumping all that debris. That's the erosion of of the rivers. So in a natural situation, a huge river going into the ocean, you would see that. To not see that in the Bay of California means The Grand Canyon is not naturally formed by regular erosion. It was, like I've been saying, a a electrical strike as Venus passed Earth and came to lodge in the orbit it's now in. Uh, Vilikovsky talks about that uh, in Whirls and Collision. So, you know, where the Earth is located is not where we are originally located. Venus passed by later. All kinds of things have changed over the millions of years. So... Anyway, there we are, an update and a little history. <laughs> Thank
1: you. Yeah, I guess I guess where, where I was kind of going with this is that if they are, are they actually messing with the weather in general? Because I watch those webcams, and I'm going to just end it after this, and we can go into another direction. But um, I'm noticing that for the last week or so, it was overcast, and I'm just wondering if, they, if they're seeding, what they're actually doing. Everybody had really weird weather. I know it's winter time. Um, and I know that this is somewhat normal, but, uh, at the same time, I'm just kind of curious, Gene, if you had any additional information about that. But, um, you know, besides that, um, I'm, I'm going to kind of switch over to the next thing is that there's things happening in DC right now. I just want to get, uh, Patriot's thoughts on this. And the reason why I have Gene and Patriot together, as I said earlier, is that their chemistry is really good and the, and the conversation will flow very well. Patriot has been um, interviewing a lot of people out there. And um I, you know, we're all using our discernments, and we can all start to see, it's almost like we're seeing through things that we couldn't see before. We're coming around the bend, we're coming to a very pivotal time right now in history. And, uh you know, we'll start to see certain people exit out and other people exit in from, from the deep state, if you will. And I want Patriots thought on this is that, um you know we know that something's going to happen we could see that we're in a recession but the mainstream media won't uh admit to it because the things are just too crazy right now and people that you've been interviewing in the financial and and and, um you know just the various people that you've had on your channel uh without doing any off-worldly type of thing i kind of want to keep it grounded here today is that if we could get your perspective on what you think um is possibly coming up for us next now we could see the writing on the wall What's happening with removing certain people in D.C. right now, They're, they seem to be talking a lot about that. Patriot, what are your thoughts on what's actually happening right now?
0: Well, I think we're definitely entering into everybody knows that 2024 is going to be the year of revelation of justice. Well, we hope it's going to be the year of justice, but certainly it's going to be the year of revelation. And I think we're getting closer and closer to that. Uh, there's panic in D.C. right now. And it's been a, a tension-building phase. I think there's been multiple different aspects of this war. It's kind of been like the the initial phase of the war, which is kind of like uh, almost like uh, cognitive dissonance, you know, w- when fake Biden got inaugurated, and you know, all of us awakened patriots had to somehow grapple with all that. And then we, you know, we we dug even deeper into the Q drops. We we came together. We got our education. And while all this this cognitive dissonance has been building, I think. Out right alongside the tension uh that's it's almost like a spring that's just been compressed over these past three years and right exactly and you know what happens at a, at a certain point everything is just going to uh have have a release point and i think we're getting very very close to that and you know gene and i briefly were uh just kind of sharing uh well gene was kind of asking about um you know, thoughts on Texas and perhaps, you know, sharing some ideas about what's going on with that. And certainly that is the focal point right now. Uh, I, for good reason. Um, I mentioned the Q drops a moment ago and probably the most famous one of all is to think uh, think logically, the only way is the military. And I think that when you, when you analyze that, what does that really mean? I think most of us have always attributed that to mean or, or associated that with meaning that the military was going to be the way that we would get justice. And I completely agree with that. But it also implies that at a certain point, there's going to be some sort of a conflagration of tensions and that there's going to be some sort of kinetic action uh, that emanates, I I think, probably from from U.S. soil. And the question really becomes, you know, what is that going to really look like and who is going to to be the one uh, is the military going to be in place to handle that type of a situation, I'm I'm of the opinion that uh, the answer to that question is yes. Uh, it's very interesting when I saw the news that, uh, you know, when this story started to develop about Eagle Pass and that, you know, Greg Abbott had uh, openly defied the the orders of uh, the Border Patrol and this whole situation started getting rolling, I, I was thinking to myself, well, this is interesting because uh, Greg Abbott it, it has a very uh, questionable past, let's just put it that way. And a lot of people, myself included, have uh, always associated him primarily more with the deep state. And so I'm thinking to myself, OK, is he uh, is he issuing this order to somehow provoke some sort of a, a confrontation, some sort of a showdown? Is Because we know that uh, the deep state that's been their modus operandi this entire time, they're always looking to uh, Engineer, manufacture some sort of a war, and domestically certainly uh, they've been trying to do that for a very long time to to get us to a point where we would fight one another. And we also know that everything that's happening at the border was set up by them for this exact reason, for, so that they could have this kind of uh, clash of of two uh, clash of cultures and and have this you know this uh, this scenario develop at the border. in their their playbook, it was all going to be about race and it was going to be about class and it was going to be really emotionally driven. Uh, That's the civil war that they wanted to engineer. But I think they probably would settle for any any kind of uh, scenario where the American people are fighting each other. Uh, But I don't ultimately think that's going to happen. Uh, Upon some further reflection, and certainly after President Trump came out and made it very clear that in his opinion, he, he's basically saying every every country every uh, state should be sending their national guard to defend the border because the Biden administration is not doing their job. Uh, so hearing Trump come out and put his stamp of approval on it tends to push me in the direction that this is a white hat operation. Uh, I do not believe that it's going to lead to, uh, I think there's going to be certainly some very tense moments, there a standoff. A showdown. A lot of these terms are being thrown around. But at the end of the day, I don't think we're going to see any kind of uh, a civil war type of scenario uh, unfold. And going back to the Q drops as well, I mean, Q told us very clearly that there would not be a civil war. And I think this is really being done primarily for optics. I think it's also setting up. I don't think it's going to be optical for the entire time. Like I said, at a certain point, I think there is going to be some kinetic action on our soil. The question is, what's going to be the trigger point for all of that? And in my view, I think that the Trump trial is going to be a major. uh, What do you expect to happen with the Trump trial? Is that you think he's going to get thrown in jail? No, no. No, I don't think he's going to get uh, thrown in jail. What I'm expecting is going to happen. I mean, and again, this is all speculation, but I think that um, the fact that they are introducing classified documents at this trial, the fact that it's going to be live streamed for all of, for all the world to see, the fact that we know that the military already caught the deep state in the act, they already have all the evidence. We can prove, or the, I could, shouldn't say we, because I'm not in the military, but you know, we the good guys can prove that this election was stolen. And what better way to introduce that, all of that evidence to the world than at this trial, where pretty much everybody's going to be watching it. Now, the question then becomes, how far is the deep, are they going to let this even get to trial? Uh, There's also, of course, the lingering question about, you know, immunity, where I think that it's pretty likely they're going to say Trump does not have immunity and they're going to take him to trial. But the question really becomes, at what point the deep state, has to react and has to shut this down, and that's when I think we're going to start to see all the, these dominoes start to, to to fall. In my view, I think that's going to be the onset of the storm. Very possible that you know that window from right around the, the Super Bowl all the way up to you know Trump's trial and March. I think we're, we're in for some very exciting times over the next couple of months. Uh, but I don't think that this situation and all this talk about civil war is going to, uh, develop into that. I'm, I'm fairly confident in, in my assessment on that. I do believe that to a certain degree, and I'm sure Gene can comment on this as well, that the white hats are, uh, controlling all sides of the equation here. And I think they have the ability to, uh, make sure that there's not going to be any, uh, any kinetic action because, you know, once, once the guns, once the gunshots start start being fired it's really hard to put the toothpaste back in the tube and and dial it back and i don't think that that's the type of scenario that we're going for here i do think we're going to have a major scare event uh i certainly think that it's going to be it, it's pretty much going to it's going to constitute uh various different aspects you mentioned the economic aspect i think there's going to be a major crash uh almost near simultaneously with uh, whatever happens here domestically And also probably some sort of a geopolitical uh, standoff, a nuclear standoff, perhaps. I think all of these different storm clouds are going to converge. But I think the big trigger point for a lot of things to start happening is going to be when this information about the election Mm -hmm. is revealed to the public, because that really is the linchpin. And all of the charges that they're trying to pin on Trump hinge upon that question of whether or not the election was stolen. And once they pull that thread and they expose that, well – Everything starts okay, to unravel, right? Effect. Yeah, definitely
1: a domino effect after that. And I just want to touch upon, and I'll turn it over to Tajin here and his thoughts is that you mentioned that um, a little bit about the the shadiness of um, the current governor of uh, of Texas right now. So I follow Shadow of Ezra, and he says, who's really in charge of Texas right now? And I find this interesting because his statement is that Greg Abbott is currently in India, celebrating India as a constitutional republic. So who's who's the um the uh lieutenant governor is probably the guy that is actually running the show and why it it'll it will be positive for us in Texas because my understanding is he is uh a white hat or he's a good guy, if you will. But um but other than that, and I can't think of his name off the top of my head, uh, who the lieutenant governor is of Texas right now. Um so Gene, your thoughts on on what he said or anything else that you wanna you know educate us on going forward?
2: So I'll go backwards on this. So, um, you know, since you mentioned Texas last, i talk on that. Texas is the only state that entered these United States. It's not the United States. That's the corporation. When you say the United, that means they united and they lost their independent sovereignty as a, a nation state, which is how they all joined, supposed to have joined the uh, Constitutional Republic of These United States, these means that they are still independent, but they, Texas is the only state that completely did it through a treaty to become part of United States Republic, in which they still have certain sovereign issue uh, abilities in that under the uh, by not under, but through the Constitution, the states and the governors of the state have a right to defend their state. So that's in the Constitution, and they're trying to use the Constitution. The Biden, the worried Biden uh, clan of uh, Blinken and wink and Blinken and Nada, there, you know, Victoria Newland Blinken. And If you look at him on, um, there's an interview with him just recently uh, that he Blinken is talking about. Um, let's see if I can find that. Hold on. Uh, the Middle East, and we have not seen a situation as dangerous, quote from Blinken, it's on Disclosed TV, I'm seeing this on X posted this, we have not seen a situation as dangerous as the one we're facing now across the region since at least 1973, quote, in, uh, and it's underneath the the picture here is from RNNC, RNC Research, I'll share my screen here. This is on the Duran Alex Christoffer. I follow him every day. I love his clown worlds uh, and uh, highly recommend following him. It's a great way to get all of the news of the day, and he covers it really well with a very keen, sarcastic humor. Uh, Blinken looks very aged and very worried and tired in that. And, you know, he's saying these uh, ridiculous uh, things about the uh, like Pelosi. We heard talking about the situation and the protests and that they should be investigated, protesting. They're 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 Putin. They're, uh, it's all Putin and Russia, 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 um, that they should be investigated. It's like Trump said that. When they get done coming after me, they're coming after you. So now Pelosi is saying for the FBI to investigate anybody protesting about whatever against Gaza. uh, She's saying we need to look into the uh, suffering in Gaza. But we don't need to be talking about peace. And this is the same thing we see their narrative of controlling everything, and they're trying at the WEF how to figure out how to get the narrative back, because they used to say, we controlled the facts when we posted them on Washington Post or New York Times or something. Yeah, you controlled the lies. You didn't control facts or truth. Uh, You controlled lies. They're the uh, lie spinners. Uh, It's kind of like what lawyers are licensed to do in court. They're licensed to be liars And so they have a license to lie under oath in court. So we see that through the Supreme Court now with Texas, where and the people are taking it and putting up containers across the border. big huge shipping containers and barbed wire and all kinds of stuff is going up because they're shutting the border down because. And then the Biden regime is trying to come in and say they have a Supreme Court ruling that they can come in and. Nationalize the Texas National Guard, which is their military. Each state's allowed to have that through the Constitution for these United States, for America. It's not the Constitution that they're under. They're not under that. That's gone. Through, you going to what, tying this to what Patriot talked about with the um, Civil War. Yeah, the deep state wants a Civil War. They use war. They use the Civil War of the 1860s to divide up the U.S. and they backed the, the French and the British banks of Rothschild backed the North and the South. They wanted to get the South to break away, become an independent country that they could control completely, and get all of that um, cotton and the other materials that they wanted from the deep South. And so they backed them. And then, unfortunately for them, Lincoln said, "I'm not going to give you gold." I'll give you paper. You're going to give me paper. I'll give you paper. I'll give you greenbacks. That's what we got the term. But it was that civil war that they used. He took the French blockade and paid for it. at the, You know, the French side of the bank, of France, which is the bank of Rothschild. Also from the uh, outcome of the French civil war. The, in other words, the. Um, insurrection or whatever you want to call, it. that's what the term is used today. So they want a civil war how and it's through the first Civil War they got the Organic Act in which they got rid of these United States Constitution, they got the Constitution for US Inc. And so through these mechanizations is how they continue to manipulate and try to control. But we see the people are waking up to the power that they have and that they cannot stop what is coming. You know, I do think as far as justice goes, as we talking about why I mentioned the liars or the lawyers or whatever you want to call them, you're not going to get it through the judicial branch, which doesn't really exist. It's being run by the legislative branch, which is being run by the executive branch, which is being run by the continent, the permanent deep state. You don't have a three party system. You have just like you don't have two parties that you're voting with. The Democrats are Republicans. It's a uniparty that are pumping the same line. Nikki Haley is no more Republican than Mm-hmm. Kamala Harris Biden, or anybody else that's ever been a Democrat, they're just a unit party and they're pumping this and they're terrified Trump's going to get back in and it's pretty much inevitable he's going to run now in the you know not just the for the Republican party and if people go back and learn the history during. Civil War, we had votes for, and Lincoln was pulled off. The Republican Party was pulled off the ballot in many, many, many states. He did not win the popular vote. And it was not just against Jefferson Davis that he ran. There were other people w- running that got more votes than Jefferson Davis or Lincoln. And yet the Electoral College is what gave it to Lincoln because that's what the, they were trying to steal the election then. And they would have. But the Electoral College did their job then and they weren't under sway of the uniparty of the deep state because mafia of Satanists. So this has been going on for hundreds of years in the U.S., thousands of years all over the world of the same manipulation throughout all the countries and all the countries of the world are realizing that Putin realized it and took back the the when the Russia, which has a long history, being Russia so they have a long time where the Russian people have an identity where the American people we don't have that long term we have a history yes a powerful one but it's not that long so I think and I feel sincerely that and it's obvious looking at the US military that we see two militaries we see two countries we see the US the American American people and the U.S. people. We see Americans, and then we see people that claim to be Americans but have no identity with being American anymore. They really don't know what America's about. You ask Nikki Haley pretty much anything about the government of the United States, the Constitution, or the wars we're involved in, of what's going on. She really doesn't know anything. She's just a actor who's reading her script, just like the whoever's playing Joe Biden at the time. Just an actor doing a script. The same with, uh, is Blinken in charge and Victoria Newland. They're probably being played too um, by the deep state behind the scenes. They don't put themselves up in public view. So what we're seeing is the true new multipolar order, a fair world order, not their new world order that they're trying to promote, that they said Ukraine was the end of it. Um, and it's made, that order has made the U.S. military and government and our economy hollow like they did in Rome. We can't beat the Hooties. Are you kidding me? How freaking pathetic. We're going to go to Iran. (laughs) Look at the technology. This is not the 1970s. That's why he Blinken said 1973. This is not 1973 where they were starting to get some power. Now they have serious technology and abilities. And our military is terrible. we They've opened up the Navy so that people that weren't able to get through high school could join. The British Navy is pretty much like a little Persian Navy. It's There's nothing left of it. Even their officers of the deck or captain or whoever was in charge of that minesweeper backing into the other minesweeper in Bahrain, they, and they have a carrier they can't get to sea because they don't have the support system for it. They have a cruiser they can't get to sea because they built it wrong and the two shafts cause turbulence between them and they can't go to sea. I mean, it's the same in the U.S. We can't put out weaponry. We can't put out the ammo and what are we going to put out on the field? We do a you know this joint maneuver in Finland because they're going into, into NATO or the EU or whatever they're bringing them into next. Um, it's debatable what they're in and if there is a NATO in reality, because what can it do? Nothing, it's disarmed itself. They are fielding a hundred and some tanks in a battle scenario, a hundred tanks. Look at the level of what Russia has Thousands and thousands of brand new high-tech tanks, thousands and thousands more than China, of new jets, and we're we're still sending our allies, allies, our our vassal states, F-16s, which are antiquated. It's ludicrous. Um, the F-16 has very little range. We just saw, you know, Putin go to Saudis, and he flew. 10,000 plus or so kilometers without refueling those jets that were his escort. So we're watching a total changing of the guard here where we're watching the fall, but in the fall, the leaves fall and the economy is in the process of free fall. It's just not evident to people yet. That's right. why I say it's silver and gold. I'm not going to tell you where to go. If somebody is playing me and telling you where to go, it's not me. I would say get all silver in your hand where you can put your hand on it, put it in a big box of it in a Faraday gauge and hide it somewhere where they can't find it. So you can have things you can actually use, get the supplies and things you need, because as this border crisis strengthens and continues. And this situation Biden now has himself in is you're supposed to keep the borders of this country safe. But in the meantime, you're t- taking them down and you're shipping illegals all over the country and it's becoming obvious to people so, so um, I
1: mean, if i can interrupt you right there at, at that point there is that it is becoming obvious to some of the people in the united states but the farmers are now coming together in all the other countries because of the wef and they are pushing back on it and, it, and i think that um uh, patriot made a statement that uh, more people are going to take a stance so they're not going to take anything because of well, the the court system and everything else with the with the uh, um, voting system and everything that information, but I actually believe the econo- economic system the of the breakdown of the economic system is what's going to wake up a lot of people in the United States. They're awake worldwide. You guys can agree to disagree, but what I've been actually seeing is that nobody's believing the green scam anymore. It's just they, they, it's it's crazy. You might get some younger kids out there that still believe that. Uh, you know, I don't even think the younger kids are even believing it now. But there's no hiding it anymore. Um, and if you want to, both of you guys want to um, agree to disagree on that. I think that there's going to be multiple things that are going to wake up the people in the United States. One being the economic system, as Jean is just mentioning and um, talking about that. We have to get our silver and get our and get our stuff in line. There, Patriot. Do you have any thoughts on that? And then we'll throw it back to to Gene.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Gene made a a lot of great points, as usual, you know, about Texas and about really what's going on there, how it's this whole situation is highlighting states' rights. And it's highlighted, I think it's kind of being uh, set up to, uh, in in a way, kind of maneuver us into an environment where a constitutional crisis is going to take place. And I think that's really where we're headed. I mentioned the Trump trial in my previous uh, commentary there. And I happen to believe that that's going to propel us into that time period that it was you know, prophesied about uh, about two presidents. You know, that time period where we, we we're all kind of having that conversation about this constitutional crisis. Who's really in charge? Who's really the commander in chief? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's that's important. You also mentioned the farmers, Janine. Uh, you know, and it's great to see that we have this trucker convoy now coming to the border. So, you know, we've seen this similar pattern play out all over the world. And a lot of people ever since, I mean, you know, January 6th happened and that made a lot of people, uh, let's just say, hesitant to go out and to, you know, to go to these public type of events because they're the fear of infiltration and so forth. But, I mean, a lot of folks have been wondering, you know, where are the American people, when it, when are we going to start to, you know, demonstrate that same sort of resolve? And we're seeing that as it relates to the border. And I, I would also suggest, too, that uh, from a tactical standpoint – If Trump is actually commander in chief and we know he is, then this would be a great way to move troops around out in the public and, uh, you know, in the public eye and get everybody in a sense kind of uh, acclimated to having military uh, out in the open. So I think that's uh, just a couple of points I wanted to make. But as far as the economy goes, uh, you know, this is one of the major, major aspects of this war. I've I've kind of looked at the economic aspect as as a whole theater that's been going on. And I've been having a lot of conversations with guests of mine, been doing a lot of research. And certainly, um, it's pretty well known at this point that the petrodollar, it, the death of the petrodollar is imminent. We see that the BRICS alliance is continuing to expand. We know that here uh, in America, we have, I think it's I want to say $800 billion in unrealized treasury bond losses going into 2024 for low maturity treasury bond yield payouts. The the Fed is on the hook to pay out $7.5 trillion that they don't have. There's derivative exposure. The big banks aren't lending. They were going through a consolidation period, and then they stopped that, that process so, and of course, we also see Jamie Dimon coming out very publicly and supporting Trump and the MAGA movement. So, something is really shifting uh, behind the scenes there. And I, I think that we are getting very, very close to some financial black swan events that are going to, like, as you said, get people's attention because so many people here in America, and I would argue probably in the Western world as a whole, are just so distracted. With a million other things that they really need something that's going to hit them directly and very personally, and is going to shake them out of their apathy. And I've always believed that the economic crisis, first of all, I believe it's going to be a controlled demolition, because I do uh, happen to think that the QFS has been running parallel in the background. Gene, Gene and I have talked about Nasara, Jasara, but that be that as it may that i mean those are the safeguards and all of the the new infrastructure in the background but be that as it may we still have to have this major scare event now nobody really knows exactly what q is referring to or exactly what what it's going to look like whether you whether you follow q or you don't all of us are expecting a big event and i personally have been expecting multiple different events not just a single event that but probably what, a, a very rapid it- succession
1: Patriot, why multiple if, if the Q drops, say, one major uh, scare event? And what are what would you think that – is it like a domino effect that you were saying earlier?
0: I think so. I mean, that's the way that I view it. I mean, I could be wrong, obviously, right? But I I think that when you've got the the economic situation where we know we're, we're headed for a crash, it's pretty obvious. It's just a matter of when. Uh, it's not a, really a matter of if. And then you've also got this border situation – Going on this constitutional crisis that's brewing. You've got all of these millions of uh, individuals who have come into the country illegally. Uh, Gene has talked about the MK Ultra sleepers with me uh, going back to his days in the Navy. Uh, You know, he he'll tell you the story about, you know, MK Ultra on every one on every city block. And that was decades ago. So we've got. We've got a lot of different. That's the reason why I think we're going to have multiple different events, because we've got multiple different problems.
1: But not uh, but not all at once, because it's, it seems like we're going to get my perspective and my intuition is telling me we'll see something that happens at the border. Then we'll see the financial system. It's going to be like you're saying. Uh, maybe Gene can correct me on this one here, but this whole this whole thing is almost going to uh, that major event. be multiple things to to create one big big thing of our consciousness. Uh, Would you agree uh, to that?
0: Is that for me or Gene?
1: Either one. Either one, you guys take it and run with it. (laughs)
0: Well, I'll just comment briefly and then I'll turn it back over to Gene because I'm sure he can comment on this. But yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be not necessarily on the same day. I'm not suggesting that all of these things are going to happen on the same day. Like we're going to have you know, a, a sleeper attack and a and a market crash and a nuclear standoff all you know on on one Friday afternoon. That's not necessarily what I mean, but I think this is going to be a storm, and it's not going to be over with simply one event. I think that one event is going to be. It's almost like I I described that we were in the uh, first we were in the sort of the educational phase, and mm-hmm. then we're you know it got into the, the detention tension building phase. Uh, there's going to be some sort of a spark, if you want to call it an inciting incident. That's kind of the way I look at the scare event, that something is going to happen and it's going to set in motion a whole bunch of other uh, scare events, if you want to call them that. But uh, black swan events may be a better way to say that. But, Jean, I'll pass hey, it
1: before Gene answers that, Gene, hold on one second here. I, I want to I'd like to talk to the community. Free for all. Twenty five says that um, a lot of this is the near death experience. I don't know if it was in the queue drops or not. But the near death experience always points back to one oh seven. And I, I, I tend to lean towards it. Do you have uh, any idea if there's ever been mentioned in the Q drops?
0: I don't think that, that that specific phrase. I could again, I could be wrong. I don't I don't present myself as as like a guru expert here. I could be wrong, but I don't I don't believe that near death experience appears there, but I do know that Q says, and I don't remember the drop, but you can certainly go look it up that only at the precipice will people find the willingness to change or the will to change. And I think that uh, the precipice in that context really is the near-death experience. I think Juan, uh, and I'm fairly certain because I've listened to him for a while, may have coined that term of the near-death experience, but I know that the precipice and I don't, I don't think it's called the precipice of destruction. See, some of the stuff in the Q drops it means the same thing, it's just worded differently. So people will go to the Q drops and they'll look up a certain phrase, and it won't be in there. But if you reverse the words around a little bit, uh, you know, it, it's in there. Uh, so yeah, I, I know that there, there are references to the precipice, and certainly uh, that's what we're talking about.
1: Yeah, you better believe it, Gene. Are you still with us?
2: <laughs> I am.
1: I see you out in the chat there and they're enjoying you. Thank you for, uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Multitasking,
0: multitasking, listening
2: and, uh, and I
0: (laughs) I got to go and say hi too, I guess now.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. So, um, going to, uh, where we started from and working our way to where we are now. So talking about the green news scam or the, uh, what I call the BS, our bad science, which is consensus science. Science is not based. Uh, nine out of ten scientists, nine out of ten doctors agree. Yeah, well, if they all agree and we have a deep state physician, then I'll go with the one that doesn't agree. <laughs> so I had Gregory Wrightstone. I look forward to having him on, back on on uh, deep Ice on gdcode.org also. Hopefully, Dr. Harper from the CO2 Coalition. I highly recommend people read Dr. Raystone's new book. He has two now. And we'll hopefully have him to talk about that on Deep Dives. And then also Dr. Harper and the entire CO2 Coalition, what they're talking about, the truth about the greed scam, the most massive money laundering scheme in the history of the world, trillions of dollars. Now, you know, all the money through the money laundering they do through wars, through trafficking drugs and children and weapons for their black projects like the deep underground bases the secret science uh space programs they have all of these things now they have this trillions of dollars that's just bleeding the world dry and it's not based on renewables at all solar panels that get covered in snow and the windmills don't turn because they're frozen yeah, that really works. So what are they doing um, as far as a black swan or an NDE kind of event? That's not how the cabal works. Look at history. They started World War One through a weird series of alliances, obviously a setup. Then after that, we had the Great Depression come in. Then we had World War II then we had Korea, then we had Vietnam, then we had desert, they keep you reeling over and over, hitting you with one thing after another, it's how the deep state works, so you can never look up and see who's pulling the, your strings and controlling the narrative, you're too busy trying to adjust, you're too exhausted, it drains you, you get sick, they pump you full of poisons and things from jabs which don't work, all they do is make you worse, they cover you in garbage in the air, they pump garbage into your water, you know, why I do all the the ways I do things, but um they keep you really. And you know, Patriot talked about derivatives. What they've done is tied the derivatives to the security market. The securities are a way, which they've already practiced doing like they did for the uh the Coof the nineteen thing, where they did 201. They've already practiced, through the securities, transferring funds, vast trillions, see if they could transfer it from country to country, because they're international. They don't recognize nationality at all. They're not even of this world. Why would they? (laughs) So they don't recognize that. So they're looking at transferring, collapsing, and transferring everything into their pocket for the CBDC, the Central Bank Digital Currency System. Uh, I highly recommend everybody look on Michelle Moore. She does a a talk about this. Or just get the book, The Great Taking, to understand what they're orchestrating and read that. And I believe Michelle Moore actually has the video of the guy who wrote that, but you can find it on YouTube, The Great Taking. Good information to know about what they're trying to do. So we need to be awake to get in front of what they're trying to do. If you don't know what your enemy's isn't doing. Why,
1: isn't I mean, that why all of the influencers out there has been pushing us to buy the silver and the gold is because they weren't expecting us to do that. And we were trying to get ahead of it in case that, you know, the, the banks that's why I keep
2: telling people that what did they do during the banker holiday short and shortly after they have removed through presidential executive orders and other means the rights of the people to have gold and silver and had them turn it all in the last huge reserve of silver after they would robbed it through the fed uh starting in you know the monster from Jekyll island came out and they started robbing you can l- read the testimony of senator lewis t mcfadden on the floor of congress showing shipping orders for 100 million dollars a day in gold bullion leaving fort knox and other u.s gold repositories to bank accounts in Geneva of the Rothschilds, the Carnegie's and the Rockefellers, they emptied all of the gold and then they sent it to Geneva and through into the Vatican and all over the world. Now the Alliance has that all back. And so they're panicked. They're freaked out. They're bankrupt. The BlackRock's going under Evergrande in China is going under. They're um, the first domino and that's G removing the CCP, their money their power, their wealth. So it's a series of dominoes on both sides trying to be triggered so that they can clear out this deep state. The same thing we saw with Hamas, where you have one side, both sides using that event to declare and to see who's who and what's going on. And you have this situation with the International Criminal Court of Justice, or was what I call it, the International Court of Justice of the ICJ. For me, it's a criminal court of world criminals. So um, they got the ruling. Fifty of countries voted for it. Two said no. Let me guess which two. <laughs> and so we see this ongoing play of the cabal that wanted to enslave humanity forever with these 15-minute cities to get you down to believing there's nothing really worth seeing out there because it's just a little flat pancake that you live on anyway, you might as well just stay in a 15-minute city, you're under a dome anyway, what does, difference is the size of the dome, um, to believe that, and you all know, again, I would go to, if you're following these things, like you have TDS, Trump Derangement Syndrome, and somebody mentions the word Trump, like at a gas pump, when the gases were low, when Trump was in, and I said thanks to Trump, and the guy's hung up his gas pump and started coming across the island to fight me. All I said is thanks to Trump, three words, and now we t- go from a friendly conversation to where you want to punch me in the face. Um, I am seriously now thinking that these psyops that they put in place, like the uh, pancake theory <laughs> and the uh, the TDS and the Russia, 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 that if you get that violent when you're regularly a nice person, Colonel Aquino came, created the pancake theory, uh, he's the second level Satanist under the church of Satan under Anton LaVey, they did child sacrifice and tied blood child sacrifice and demonics to that, so that normally nice people, you go against that narrative, they don't, when they ask you, where, where is this, or where is that, or what is this, they're not asking you to know, they're saying, Do you agree with me, or I'm gonna get pissed, uh, mm-hmm. They would normally have respect for you. I normally would, I've respected you for years, Jean, but I'm out of here because you think things turn. <laughs> yeah. Things turn. So are the days of our lives, like sand through the hourglass <laughs> as the world turns. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Thank you.
1: Taking the money away from Soros Has that been done or is that, I mean, at some point we have to know that the guy is, is uh, not with us anymore, but there's, so I, I, this is my theory, and it's crazy, crazy uh, tinfoil head, is that all these Hollywood people like this, um, what's her name, Taylor Swift and all that, they're worth billions, but they, actually that money gets funneled back through to Soros. That's what I believe. He makes them, you know, so big and then puts them in the NFL so that at the end of the NFL, they could basically say, yeah, vo- vote for Biden. It's all it's all bullshit. But do you think that Soros' money is has been um, removed?
2: Well, he had stockpiles of it all over. Uh, seeing ahead of time that this would be coming, so um, it is you're you're running on the stockpile again. That will run out sooner or later. And he's funding all of these border crossings in the thousands, tens of thousands, millions. That takes a lot of money to bring those people from not just South America, all over the world. You got Africans coming over the border in Texas. You got people from all over the world, Ukraine, you name it, everywhere. Um, from all of the uh, countries that they've done color revolutions like they want to do here, removing Trump from the ballot, like they're trying to do to Orban. Now they're saying, you know, we're the EU is saying we're going to sanction Orban. Like they're trying to do in Russia with this new person. That's, um, they're saying thou who has thousands of followers and uh, he's uh, going to really, really take it to Putin. And, um, This uh, Boris, uh, let me see if I can get his name. Hold on here. He's in here somewhere. I got it pulled up here. Give me a moment. But I'll let you talk while I find this.
1: Okay. So um, I I think Patriot just stepped away for a second here. He'll be back with us. So yeah, you know, there he is. Uh, Hey, Patriot, what are your thoughts on on what Gene was saying and the money that's still? being uh flowing through to for their 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 psyops, their brainwashing m k ultra bull
0: yeah, well, they still have some assets, I mean, to think that the deep state don't have any assets or any teeth, I mean, you started off the show tonight uh we we talking about uh the weather, and even though this specific instance may not have been an example of that, we know that they still have these types of weapons, directed energy weapons, and so forth, so I think it's pretty obvious that uh we're still in a fight, that's pretty clear um but i don't think that when you really when you really read the tea leaves and you see i mean you mentioned soros you probably saw that uh that post um that alexander soros his son put out with the with the bullet hole in the glass and the 47 dollars and there was kind of like a coded message on there a lot of people interpreted as a direct threat to the president or trying to you know urge people to assassinate the president and so forth Uh, They're they're panicked. I said that, you know, about D.C. in general. But of course, it's it's all over the world. They're absolutely panicked because the White Hats have consistently, as Gina's pointed out in various different ways, targeted their assets and put them into a into a position where, you know, they're 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 having to kind of, you know, come up with new ideas about how to how to keep their their machine going that's why we have i mean there's multiple different objectives with any cabal operation but that's why they're starting all of these wars because war is a great way to to launder money and it's a great way to just continue funding without having to go through all of the typical red tape and so forth and this is really what they've been up to and i think that uh you know it's pretty obvious uh that i mean when you look at the position That they would be in like if their attitude and their general demeanor when they were in power and how arrogant they are versus how they're behaving now and how they're how panicky they are, it's very easy to see. Behind the scenes, because they're always going to project a confidence game, they're always going to project that they're winning, you're never going to see them get on TV and say, Oh, no, we're worried, we're scared, we're panicked. They do the exact opposite. But when you look at what they're actually doing behind the scenes, and you and you, you know, filter that through, I, I guess you could say a slightly more elevated consciousness, you can see very clearly that they're freaked out.
1: Yeah. So let me just uh, throw this out there. Uh, Shadow of Ezra, as I, I follow, you know, re- religiously. Three Americans uh, dead in drone strike in the Middle East. Um, will he's basically saying they will blame Iran, but watch Putin. What, what kind of message is that to us? Uh, you know, either one of you want to think about that. You know, because you know, I, I get here. Let's, let's just put wait, a lot of times. Everybody says, go ahead.
2: Yeah, that goes back to what I was saying. They're trying to overthrow Putin. Uh, Boris Nadezhda is the guy that they said he has a ending the war platform for his campaign. And he has the wives of soldiers uh, who are have said they were rounded up in partial mobilization in 2022 and they want their discharge backing him. Hundreds rallied in uh Bashkort, province clashing with police. Um, with police to protest the jailing of this local activist, and he's going to dethrone uh, Putin and all this other stuff. In other words, they're trying another color revolution. It's not going to happen in Russia. Boris uh, isn't going to do that. Putin has more approval as a government leader in his country than any other head of state has ever had in the history of the world every time the ukrainians do terrorist acts like hitting bulgurad like recently they just did it galvanizes the russian people go in and end it take it all remove everything all the way into kiev that's why the deep state is saying they're going to have to remove to lviv or lavav or however you want to say that the capital and now we see palace intrigue in Ukraine where Zelensky told um, his head of the military to stand down and be removed. And he said, no, Zelushny. Zelush- the Z's are at battle, so Zizor and Zelensky. And the military isn't going to, who are they going to answer to, Budinov? Uh, not likely. So we see this back and forth going on when, and he's, Zelensky came out and said they have a military of eight, over a million standing, 800,000 active. Whoa, what dream world? Are, man, that coke stuff you're doing is some serious. Uh, he's all concerned about the coke plant going down. Uh, not that kind. You know, but he's, uh, that stuff's some powerful stuff. It messes with your head and you live a delusion. Um, and he's saying the Russians only have 600,000. No, they do actually have over a million in arms and they have over a million between inside Ukraine and on the border of Ukraine. They're not coming and going to survive this conflict. There's going to be much left because Putin has realized how the deep state that run the U.S. and the Western world and the five eyes. You can't sign a peace treaty. They have said, you know, he won't. And Lavrov, the spokesperson for Russia, said they would any offer that takes into account Russia's interests with some kind of serious nature, not saying like Zelensky, you have to give back every single thing you ever got that was Ukraine. In other words, all of what they got in this conflict, plus Crimea, plus uh, Belgorod used to be Russia. <laughs> now they're even like making up stuff you know? <laughs> like they always do. So um, this narrative push that they're doing, you know, and the Soros regime and the uh, all of these WEF, it's just going back to what we always see. Soros, he can't even talk anymore. He just uh, 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 for like two minutes. I'm like, okay, what are you trying to say here? Uh, cool. Go ahead. It's right in front of you on the paper. <laughs> Read that. <laughs> it's like, ah, uh, uh uh. So, yeah, we're looking at it pretty much indicates the state of an empire.
1: What about Iran? Gene look- uh, or Patriot? What about Iran? What are your thoughts on that? They're pulling they're they're pulling that in right now. Also, they're, they're really pushing that World War Three.
0: Well, I think that they're hesitating to really go that route i actually saw a statement come out today saying that they weren't interested in war with iran so they they, it's kind of like you know they on the one one day they say they have people saying oh yeah we got to hit iran and we got to you know uh, rattling the saber and so forth but i think gene would probably agree with me on this one that uh and i i can't remember if you and i have talked about this gene but they they have ai that they use to map out all these different conflicts all these different battle scenarios and i don't think that the united states has any interest in in a direct war with iran because if we get drawn into a direct war with iran i'm not sure i'm not so sure we can win because that's going to draw in a whole bunch of other uh characters and and a lot of other uh cast members to that drama so i don't think that the united states wants any part of iran and i quite frankly i don't think that iran is iran has been sort of characterized as a wild card in this whole situation nobody has a firm grasp on you know who is who is exactly uh giving iran behind the scenes are they taking orders from russia are they are they being influenced by china i mean clearly we can see the alignment with brics i mean iran just just recently joined the brics union this is sort of what i'm alluding to if we get into a direct conflict with iran uh that means we're also probably going to be into in a direct conflict with multiple other countries in the middle east potential for Russia and China. And I don't think that that's a winnable scenario. Now, yes, they want a world war. So there's also that aspect of the discussion. But I also think they want it to be on their own terms. And I don't really think that going in and striking Iran is going to be a, a wise move for them. That's just my general feeling on it. And I think they've, they've wargamed this out. I don't think that, they, that we win uh, an all-out war in the Middle East.
2: Yes, I'd agree because I don't think we can't beat the Houthis. Who who in the world thinks if you can't beat the Houthis, you can go, even go up against Iran? But you know the Biden regime is continuing trying to do what they did. They said that you know Politico has an article. Where Biden team is blaming Iran for the American deaths in in the uh, Tower 22 situation, which they said is in Lebanon. It's not in Lebanon. It's in Syria. Uh, How about learning? I know it's close, but how about learning your geography? You've got three countries very, very, very close together there. So uh, they're saying, where, you know, where is the Tower 22? Um, And I would say for people, I'm not going to tell you the third country. It's kind of obvious. You look at a map. But go look up a map of where those three bases, one's in Syria, one's in Lebanon. What are U.S. troops doing in Lebanon, by the way? What are they doing in Syria? They said to get out and stop stealing our oil in your shell operation. That's even what they call it. And what are we still doing in Iraq? And we have no business messing in that area, Iran, anywhere in the Middle East. We have no business. You know, they use the term client state now as being used for all of these regimes that we control and manipulate, I think we're the client regime of Israel because they're controlling B-, B Netanyahu is pretty who is the Malik? They are the Malik all over the world running the world's countries that are in this new world order. Um, it's not new. They're trying to create a fourth Reich or a third one, depending on if you think the third one, succeeded or not in World War II. So looking at that, what were the other two? It's not the first time around for humanity here. We need to wake up. People are waking up finally. So it's getting as many people awake to the truth of what, you know, several people killed in uh, strikes in Iran Iran late to site in Syria in Tower 22 It's not in Syria. Go look at where the base is. So, you know, in Jordan, uh, the Jordan U.S. base struck a U.S. base in Jordan struck by a deadly drone attack. That's also in there. Um, Again, why are we in Jordan? We have no business being why would we be in there? We're just a vassal client state of Israel doing their bidding and sending them whatever they ask for. And the I, you know, International Criminal Court of Justice said that uh, it's got to end. Essentially, they, they can't come out and say that due to jurisprudence, but they have to have a step by step series. But they, it is a genocide. They've admitted that it was. Uh, and I've spoken to that for a long time because I'm speaking to that. I, I do not see Bibi Netanyahu, who's a Zionist, is not a Jewish person, a Hebrew person. He is Malik. He is this group that is trying to wipe out the Jewish people that infiltrated the Sanhedrin way back before the time of Christ. They got Christ crucified in the first place, which is a fantastic thing. But, you know, they've been this is what the enemy does. They shoot themselves in the head every time, not even the foot anymore. So we're going to watch them shoot themselves to death there. Because <laughs> once they start going down, when he gets, when we will know when they one, run out of gold and silver and their resources, they will turn on each other and it'll be like a shark feeding frenzy where the shark, this, the, uh, if you throw a whole bunch of like fish parts and, you know, all kinds of chum in the water, the shark go until there's no more chum left. Then they turn on each other. They literally tear each other apart. I've seen this at sea. So we're going to watch the cabal tear itself apart.
1: Yeah, you know what? We're starting to see here in the United States, if I can speak for all the clowns in Washington, D.C., it's so obvious that it's a clown shit show, and we don't believe anything that they're even saying. So it's it's we're past that hump, if you will. Now we actually have to understand more. Uh, of all the other pieces of the puzzle that Patriot was mentioning there, and then we start to see the domino effect. So the domino effect, I think that's when the energies start to speed up. Is is that what 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 you're uh, alluding to, uh, Patriot? It, it's almost as if um, um, you know they had to take us really slow, you know, give us crumbs so that we can process this information. Now that we've got a good idea of all the various pieces of uh, up there, of bullshit that are out there all the pieces of of government and all the corruption that's out there. Now we can handle some of the things that I think that you're were, you're were mentioning here that will be coming up real soon. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Well, crumbs is an interesting word because, uh, you know, I've, I've referenced the Q drops multiple times tonight. And this is just fresh in my mind because I talked about it in a recent show. Uh, you know, crumbs make bread. Uh, Q told us that. And the other thing we know about crumbs is they're easy to digest, you know, and and so it's like drip, 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 drip flood. We know eventually, I mean, regardless of what, you know, how how you want to look at it from from a metaphor standpoint, um, we are undoubtedly at a point now where consciousness has risen. Gene talked about it. The, The people, even though we don't see necessarily with our own eyes visual evidence of it every single day, the consciousness is shifting and you can support that. By so many different barometers. I mean, if you if you want to talk about the jab, for example, I was just recently talking to uh, S. G. Anon and he mentioned that like it's like 98% of people are rejecting the you know the reuptake, and they don't want to go through this entire process. The world is awake, uh, and I also think that people are aware, uh, given all the censorship attempts and all the all the uh, the enemy initiatives to to choke down the conversation. What's, what's been going on this entire time, they've been weaponizing having an opinion and people know they can see through all of this. And that's what it's really all about in a macro sense. It's about the elevation of human consciousness. And, you know, the previous topic we were talking about, World War, and you, I mean, you were kind of hinting on that, you know, getting into Iran a little bit. And I think, you know, it occurred to me, one of the major differences is that with every previous World War, the has controlled both sides. And that's really why they've always wanted. They've engineered all of these wards because, I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't want to do that unless you were controlling both elements, both sides, and you knew exactly what was going to happen, so that you could put yourself in a position to gain monetarily and and to gain power and so on and so forth. In along this-
1: with along with mainstream media, they, that's how they that's how they control what we hear and what we see and what we think and what right. we eat, right? right.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And so the so the the MK Ultra programming is breaking down. The Great Awakening is happening and they don't control both sides of this conflict. They know that they're not going to win. And that's the reason I think that they're they're backing away. I mean, we have these shows of force against the the, the Houthis. But as Gene pointed out, it seems like we, we can't even defeat them. And then the other issue is, is that, you know, if you're going to get into a world war, go back to the the, the previous world war. You have to have an event. You had to have first of all, you had to be able to galvanize the people. I mean, Gene used that word talking about Putin, his ability to to galvanize the people every time that there is a strike on the Russian people. uh, It's he's supported almost almost unanimously by the Russian people to go in and do what's necessary. And certainly there's no appetite for this. How are they going to galvanize the American people to go to war in Iran, to go to war in the Middle East after all of these years, these decades of war after war after war? Gene talked about it. There's no appetite for it. And not to mention the fact that too many people know that that's not where the real enemy is. We know where the fight is, and we know that because of Donald Trump. Donald Trump was the one who came in. I mean, certainly we knew, all of us knew, but he was the one who really came into American politics, really the the political... Uh, the political class, if you will, became, he came. He came in as an outsider, and he characterized the biggest threat to America as the deep state. Yeah, before Trump came along, that wasn't a, a household term. Now everybody knows what that means, even if they don't believe in it, even if they think it's a conspiracy. Those, you know, those outliers out there who still haven't, you know, the penny still hasn't dropped. Even they know. And so, you know, when Trump comes out and he makes all of these statements about who our enemies are and talking about, you know, we're never going to telegraph when we're going to attack, but attack we will. We know exactly who he's talking about. He's talking about going after the deep state and everybody knows it. So we know our enemies aren't over there. And, you know, in World War Two is a totally different situation. I mean, certainly we could talk all day long about the history, about how they knew we we're going to, you know, oh, they our them enemies
1: are with our enemies right. are within. And the yeah, one thing that Trump right. did do is he he put the the working man, the working class, and made us feel important again, where they were basically making us feel like we are slaves. And I've said this a million times that parents, grandparents, and other other people, um, uh, other generations have always said there's two things that you've got to do is uh pay taxes and die. And that basically was a huge statement that I remember hearing as a kid. I didn't never right. understood it until until all this is happening here and um and so as history will tell you uh they did they 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 worked their plan up until now and now they're not going to go any further you know that's that's basically it uh they know we're awake and they're like you said they're scared they're scared as heck and as they should be
0: they can't brainwash all of us anymore that's the problem and you know if you're going to take a, a nation into war and, and indeed a world into war you have to be able to control their consciousness. And if you can't do that, who's going to go fight the war? People are going to resist. There's going to be all types of civil unrest if they ever did. I mean, I personally think if they ever tried to institute a draft in the United States, I mean, how that would go. It's just not it's it's a totally different time frame. But I, that's the reason why I think that, uh, you know, I'm not saying we won't have some sort of a standoff, because, again, I think, you know, I mentioned the the time period of two presidents like the the Kim Clement prophecy that that's very well known being associated with the Trump trial and the revelations about the stolen election and all that. But really it's going to then become a question of not just who's president, but who's commander in chief. Yeah. And I think that the scare event, this new, this standoff type situation, whether it's with a foreign nation or, you know, overseas somewhere or whether it's having to do with who's control of our, in control of our military within our own borders. I think that that's a big part of the reason that that event has to play out. And that drama has to play out for people to understand and for Trump to come forward. See, that's the thing. The military, we we recognize that they have every every rationale, every reason, every legal authority to come forward. But there's also the question of optics. And there has to be some sort of, like I said, some sort of inciting event that brings all of this directly to the fore. And so wh- the way I see it is the chips are being, I mean, all of the, the chips are being set up right now for this climactic showdown where... That's going to be the central question. Who's the president? Who's the commander in chief? Everyone's going to have to pick a lane. And I do think that there's probably going to be some I certainly think there's going to be some uh, some kinetic action on our soil. Do I think that American citizens are going to have to do the lion's share of the fighting and pick up arms and go to war against all these millions of invaders? No, I don't think that's the case. Again, military is the only way that means that military action is imminent. You can't say that the military is the only way. We know what the military does. That means it's going to be the
1: military. I, I just want clarification on that because we have heard throughout the, the, the years of waking up that, you know, certain parts of the uh, branches are not good. Right. So when you say military, what are you referring to specifically?
0: I'm referring to the, the United States military that I mean, certainly there's division. There's a big conversation to be had. And I think Gene could certainly comment on this and give us a lot more insight probably than I could because he was in the military and has sources. But definitely there's division. There's been division all along throughout the uh, in our military forces. There have been those who've been loyal to the, to the Republic, to Trump, to the White Hats, which I think happens to be a, a vast, vast majority of the rank and file. The people, the soldiers who would actually be doing the fighting, I do believe a, a vast majority of them. And we've seen evidence uh, that they do not support Biden. They do not uh, accept him as commander in chief. But certainly there are generals and there are units and divisions within the military that, you know, would follow deep state orders. So that's kind of in a sense what I mean. There's going to be this uh, moment where there's going to be uh, you're going to have to choose a lane. Uh, But we also know that the White Hats have the high ground in terms of control of Cheyenne Mountain. They control all the SATCOMs, you know, so they they really have the ability to uh, to pretty much uh, render any sort of uh, rogue military force almost inoperable in that type of a situation because everything is run through satellites and so forth. So I think that there is going to be this showdown uh, and that's that's kind of, in essence, what I'm saying. So when I say the military is the only way, I think you know, the military that are loyal to the Republic, I do believe that that is a vast majority. I think it's being downplayed by a lot of people in the community. I think that's not necessarily for bad reasons, it could be for good reasons. Uh, to downplay this whole idea that the, you know, the military's not going to be there and we're all going to be left to our own devices. And I mean, I don't, I don't buy that for a second. I think we're going to have to have our heads on a swivel. We're going to have to do our part. We have to remember it is a military civilian alliance. There's a reason that all of us have. The means of self-defense, certainly if things get kinetic in, in in our country, we're going to exercise our right to self-defense. We're going to exercise our Second Amendment and be supportive wherever we need to be in defending our homes and our families and our neighborhoods. But I don't think it's going to turn into a situation where it's going to go beyond that because the military, I mean, Trump has been and Monkey Works has done multiple different amazing shows on this, documenting all the different abnormal troop movements All of the the evidence that there is indeed a covert sting military operation that's been ongoing now for years. And so my viewpoint on it is that they have all of these assets that are in place. Doesn't mean that they're going to be everywhere all at once, but they know where the hotspots are. They know they have all the intel. They've got the ability to track the people coming over the border. There's a lot more that the military, the good guys have. Uh, In terms of their capability and capacity that often gets talked about in our community. And I think for good reason. Uh, Again, I'm not I'm not a military person, so I'm not giving anything away. But I think it's pretty obvious that uh, they're not going to tip their hand. But they've got the, the, you know, Q made it clear the playbook is known. And uh, they've got contingencies and countermeasures in place. And I'm, I'm very confident about that. I've never really. I've heard different narratives multiple different times. I've had people on my show who have come out with very different narratives, uh, but I, I quite frankly, I, I just I'm not buying it. I do believe that a vast majority of our military recognizes Donald Trump as commander in chief. And I think there's also the uh, the question about non nondisclosure uh, agreements and things along those lines, people who are in active duty or engaging in these operations Um that uh, gene gene knows a thing or two about that so i mean i'll stop it i'll stop it there but that's that's my viewpoint i think that this division in the military has been systematically uh I, i would say probably uh I don't want to say it's been wiped out or it's been eradicated, but I certainly I've heard, let's just put it this way. I've heard I don't have any personal sources, but I have individuals that I talk to who have, who have sources who have told me that the White Hats have been systematically infiltrating the Pentagon and in, in essence are really in, are running the place and are in control. That was not necessarily the case years ago, but over uh, the last several years and certainly in recent months, it's accelerated quickly and they're controlling most of the military operations that are ongoing. I don't know if, Gene, if you've heard that, if you can corroborate that, maybe I'm wrong, but uh, that's what I've heard.
1: Yeah, let me just make a, a, one comment on that before Gene jumps in, is that they're going to have to t- uh, let us know um, uh, about the Pentagon and, and some of the nefarious things that they've been doing. And that has been coming out on various uh, channels, if you will. I've seen a lot of that. I think a lot of people here um, have also. And that's good to know that uh, they've got it under control. They have to have that under control. Uh, Gene, what do you have? What's your follow up with that?
2: Yes. So the Pentagon is now mostly in the White House. Good. And that's why we see um, the situation we do with the land, the uh, lockup on trying to get funding to Ukraine because the Pentagon controls the donations. It goes through the military industrial complex from the Pentagon, which controls the NGOs donating to the Congress and the Senate, where they're you know, how come they all have millions and millions and millions of dollar homes all over the place and yachts and all this stuff, certainly not on a Congress or Senate salary. Um, so that's where they make their big bucks. So we see now the Pentagon in control. I feel that's completely the reason of the White House, 90%, that they can't get the funding to go to Alinsky. So um, this is, you know, the whole thing is coming down. The truth is coming out. I totally agree with Patriot and you that we're seeing, in general, people waking up. You mentioned at the beginning, and I wanted to go to that. It's so important, the food. Uh GMO only I highly recommend you be very careful what food you get they can make fake eggs They have fake eggs that are plastic and rubber at Walmart, and they they're who would think you could have a fake egg uh, It just boggles me now. They're making Fake honey. It's not real you can test it if you take your honey and put it a teaspoonful in water it should not dissolve if you put it in a paper towel and roll it, you should not get a stain. So if you burn it, it, it look how it burns. High fructose corn syrup does not build, burn the same way as honey. Also, they have fake olive oil. So watch carefully what you eat. They're trying to poison you. The Chinese did this thousands of years ago. They were feeding wax to children in the imperial court, the children, they continue to do their stuff. I'm working on my second dumb intro update, the deep update. I'm getting ready. I've got the first intro ready to go, and I'm going to be presenting that on the Flyover Conservatives platform and on my deep dives. I'm going to record it there first, and I'll also do it there. Um, But in the deep intro with the dumps and the non-terrestrials, and they – have been you know why they didn't want people to know there's non-terrestrial interference here is the adrenochrome issue and so Eisenhower found out they were abducting way more children than the, the agreement that he signed with them at Holloman Air Force Base back in the 50s and so they said they have to because they need certain things from children chemicals that they extract to survive, their species is dying. They can no longer reproduce. Blah 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 blah. A pack of lies. In they also said that some other. They always put truth in there. They also said that they saw Jesus Christ being crucified. They showed him. They also said that um, they created humanity. See how they mix the lies and the truth. They didn't create humanity. If there is Jesus Christ on the cross. We're not created by a bunch of greys <laughs> or any other creatures. We're created by God, the one and only God. Uh, they came here to uh, get genetic material, yes, because they've cloned the achievers out of themselves and they have genetic fading. And the human genome at 64 strand level has, and that's still energetically there at first and second density. Which is what the med beds reach down to get uh, can actually reseed them. They the genetics for every sentient species and creation is within the human being, So they come here to get all of that, uh, all the different beings that are doing this cloning, ridiculous, stupid stuff. And humans are going to go do this CRISPR technology on yourself. You're out of your mind. God made you perfectly. Uh, How about not altering yourself? Uh, Do you really think if you're a scientist and you believe in evolution, that you can do better than millions of years of Uh, evolution of survival of the fittest in a few years, you're out of your mind. If you believe in God and that God created you and you know that like I do, you're not going to improve on God at all. There's a series of many, many things in the body that shows we were intelligently created. However, they have manipulated our genome. There's some base pairs that are fused and the telomeres added so that we had a limited lifespan so some of the base pairs are fused. And the only way that doesn't happen naturally, that has to have been manipulated in a lab. So that's mankind, which is interbred with humans for a very long time. Uh, in other words, the bloodlines of Cain and mankind and Malik, the Malik. So that's why Saul was told to eradicate them all. But it can't be done anymore due to all the crossbreeding. So uh, we're looking at a time where all of this stuff is coming out. So you know, I would say get back to the basics get back to God, Christ, eating healthy, exercise, Um, watch how you talk, what you talk, what you say, where you go, who you associate, who you follow, be careful if you're going to follow somebody, look at their, I know you can't, people can't research exactly who I am, look at my, what I've said over the last five years, have I changed, have I sat there and thrown people under the bus and trashed people, have I Changed what I've said overall? No. But look at other people. There are many people out there that are saying they control the world financials or uh, donate to me because I have this and this and we can set you up with a QFS wallet and all of this stuff. Research them before you get involved. Research the QFS. We're searching. Find out that there's an NDA, anybody involved in it. They can't tell you. I know when I went to my banking facility and they had all the floors and the walls torn up and they're putting in tubes and all kinds of stuff. And I go, what's going on? We can't talk about it. <laughs> well, you know, uh, first time I got that answer at my bank, he goes, yes. What can we help you with? What, what question you, can we answer for you about your deposits here? Uh, no, not, we can't talk about how, you know, and then they have, the whole system shut down and they had to take your stuff and go into a back room and do stuff. I'm like, what are you doing back there? Can I come? You know, I'm concerned. You know, I don't like back room stuff. You know, so uh, this is the nature of the world we're in, in which as the truth comes out, like you said, you know, percentage of the military is white and black, like I found out. When I was ordered to keep one person that worked in uh, my department up until they messed up, and he was an e a first-class petty officer, until he messed up, take him to Captain's Mass, bust him, and do that over and over until they bust him out of the Navy, and I said, why? I should have gone to see if that was from the Captain himself. It may have been, but he's it, I was told it was I could have you know the rank I had, I could have easily gone to the captain's stateroom and said, I need to talk to you. I'm being told to do this. it's not lawful and but you know they changed the coating on my service jacket so I could never make rank again um However, that was for the good because I would have probably gone to 30 and nobody here would have known me. <laughs> so I wouldn't be able to do my mission that God allowed me to return to do in 1992. So, uh, you know, and I see in the chat people are going, uh, this is not home. And Kerry Cassidy talked about this with the Patriot that pretty much, you know, I had talked that I'm not originally from here. Uh, most humans aren't originally from here either. <laughs> Nobody's originally from here that's human being. You're pretty much everybody is part of an away team or starseed or alliance or something because this is where it all starts. This is the changing of the tide. This is the changing of service to God and others and respect. And that's who you need to come to be because that's the time we're going. If you align and service to satan and the dark side and the minions and the ai uh dark cabal garbage your time is limited that's why the raptor queen chose to help humanity because she could remote view and saw that her entire species would go extinct by backing the cabal and the alpha draco she changed to helping the alliance of humanity because of that she saw the writing on the wall i would say for every single being out there and down there and over here to do the same and wake up while the and get up and wake up while it's the waking up is good before you're up against the wall and you're in a tribunal or something either in gitmo or up in the ice base in greenland or in the semi-side of the kind of front back side of the moon or out in andromeda on a prison planet waiting for a tribunal so The time is nigh uh, and it's drawing to a close. They think, of course, they don't have a reverse gear. Once they've sold their souls off and their minds are gone, they have no conscience, no nothing but service to their overlords. They're not really even service to self. They think they are, but they're actually service to some very dark things that demand absolute adherence to the oath they took in the Pyramid of Giza in december twenty two to december twenty five or whatever year they took it in in that blood sacrifice ritual they did, and they they go against that and they kill one by one everything you love, and then they kill you so um it is just uh
1: well well gene what i what I like to do is just bring it back down to earth we We may not all be from here, but we we love planet Earth, and we're so glad that we're here at this particular time. we all chose to be here. And uh, I am very grateful for all of you um, joining us here tonight. I'll let uh, Patriot uh, wrap it up. And um, so one of the things that I do want to say before we say goodbye to everyone is I want to thank my moderators are doing such a great job out there, Sunflower or Sunfire and Buckshot. Um, I love you guys so much. Thank you for um, you know, this is a great, great chat out here. I want to thank everybody that's out there that is contributing. And I, I see Gene is is in there with you guys having a blast. And um, so Patriot, with with all that said, uh, oh, Gene, um, where you guys have taken this today, I, I know that everybody feels you're not giving us hopium. You're giving us Uh, a clear vision like i said earlier we could see around the bend now we could see things much clearly we could detect our i think we our vibration has uh, risen quite a bit that we can sense somebody bullshitting us now and i think that that's, that's quite obvious we're at that point and so uh we're all using our discernment but we are more than that we're we're using our own brain we're basically thinking for ourselves which i feel a lot of people uh couldn't do that for the longest time if you will because of television right Mm -hmm. um so with that said um everything that you that you guys have given us was great information uh tonight it clarified a lot of things for me talk about the military and the weather and so on and so forth um that we know that they still the minions still have money out there they're still going to continue to do what they've got to do it's not over yet uh and and we're not giving up and we're getting stronger day by day uh patriot what do you uh how do you want to wrap this up
0: Well, you know, I agree wholeheartedly with what Gene Gene had to say and and basically uh, what you just echoed right there. I think this is a really good uh, sort of a a segue to end to ending the show on a positive note. And certainly uh, we're not into hopium. Gene's not into hopium. I'm not into that. We're talking about scenarios that are very well-researched we're talking about i mean certainly there are unanswerable questions don't get me wrong and there there are things that even gene doesn't know he knows a lot more than i do and there are things that he doesn't know but certainly we're not talking about uh just pie in the sky you know we're we're, we're talking about tracking a decades long military operation that we're now in the final phases of In my view, I think, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not as if I think time is going to stop after 2024, but this is the year. This is the the climactic year where everything is going to come out into the open. The year of revelation. I think I may have mentioned it before. And uh, you know, you talked about people are waking up. Gene talked about it. And uh, you know, it's very interesting to me because the same way that they programmed us, they used the 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 television to television to program us with programming, as we all know. Uh, they used all of these technologies to get to to induce that MKL Ultra programming. And what's so brilliant is that the White Hats use that very same type of technology to break that programming by inducing all of this cognitive dissonance, primarily through the use of the Internet. And my understanding is that was really always the intention behind the Internet, or at least the, from the from the uh, perspective of the White Hats, to use this as a tool to to pump information out there that would gradually elevate consciousness and get us to a point, like you said, where we we don't even have to try anymore. We just intuitively know when somebody's telling us the truth or when somebody's blowing smoke. And it you know is really interesting. I I um uh, I referenced my conversation with S. G. Gianon from the other day. He he said something that I thought was really, really interesting on the topic of uh, you know, civil war and awakening and, you know, a lot of the same subjects that we've discussed tonight. And he said that the information age and we know that the Internet is central to that has circumvented the possibility of us going into it, that type of a scenario because too many people are awake. Too many people know what's actually going on, who the real players are. And I think really the easiest way to say it is who the real enemy is. Mm-hmm. And Certainly, there are a lot of folks who are still getting up to speed. There are a lot of people out there who are still uh, much, much slower to wake up. And and there's no one specific, you know, one size fits all formula that's going to reach everyone, and this kind of harkens back to earlier in our conversation where we were talking about the economy. For some people, that's what's going to wake them up. For other people, it's you know things in the news not making sense. For other people, it's going to be or or it has been people you know getting this and and dropping dead or getting really sick. But there's been a lot of different ways, a lot of methods that we've that the white hats have deployed over many many years, certainly over the past few years, but but over decades to get us to this point of the Great Awakening, where it can finally, where, where there's a critical mass of people. And Gene and I have talked about this so many times that I, I mentioned, you know, the galvanization factor, right? The, the reason why they can't really take us into war in the same way that they could. Um, what's happening is, is that the White Hats have been galvanizing we, the people, to recognize who the true enemy is. And that's it's a it's been a slow, painful process. There's no doubt about that. But look at where we are in 2024 and look at how far we've come since even going back to, you know, the ending of uh, Trump's Trump's first term. Right. Uh, We it's been absolutely incredible to watch and, and and to be a part of this this progression of humanity's consciousness elevating to this level. And I think that at this point. It's just a matter of going through the final death throes of the enemy. They're they're a cornered animal, like they've been referred to on uh, by many different people and many different shows. Cornered animals are dangerous. They're going to uh, they're going to pull all different types of false flags. They're going to do everything that they can to prevent our ascension. But the reality of the matter is is that we already know the ending of the story. We already know who won. Uh, in my view, so much of this battle that you know. That we've been talking about over the past several years, in my view, a lot of it has already happened behind the scenes, and that's kind of a whole separate question, uh, a, a whole separate topic that I won't delve into. But I think that uh, people are going to be very, very surprised when all of these details come out, and I think this is the year. And I think we're we're just like I said, I, I I'm I'm of the opinion uh, that we're weeks, if not months, but probably more likely weeks away from a major, major. Event that's going to set these, uh, set all these. Uh, I guess that be the first domino, if you will, to set all these things in motion.
1: I actually was sensing this sometime around March, and I don't know if Gene uh, feels it also, but March seems to kind, of, you know, in 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 like a lion out like a lamb, or in like a lamb and out like a lion. That's how it goes, and I, I just kind of felt that, um, you know, for whatever it's worth, that th- at least the beginning of it to start, if you will. Um, thank you so much, Patriot, for being here. I I do appreciate you, and as everybody else does, you are an awesome human being, helping humanity oh, on so many levels. And um, yeah, I just truly love both of you and Gene. I I really do. This was so awesome to have both of you guys here together. And Gene, anything you want to close here?
2: Yes. Yeah, so you know, first I would say um, April is sixteenth is the new year. I feel that's more likely when we're going to see things start to come out. As spring comes out, uh, the new year starts and people come out and start being productive again. It's going to become obvious what happened to the economies in Europe and the U.S. and all of these places as spring comes and they go out and start working. We talked about you talked about the farmers protesting and all over Europe, uh, we see the truckers in Texas from all over the place coming down, we see the people waking up uh, from the tel- a vision. It's not tell a word, it's television. They're wanting you to have a vision that they control. We need to envision the world in which it's service to others and God and respect for life, all life, everywhere, as uh, many naturalists have said, um, that are really brilliant people. Uh, my job is, you know, I know certain people like just kind of stay very, very grounded in the science and the facts and all of this, how I originally started the platform I was originally on didn't want me the I left for that reason, the person didn't want me to be edgy and put out the stuff about the aliens and all of this stuff and that I talk to trees and animals and uh, I have a complete communication and the Deva kingdom and all that I see it all the time, it's I thought everybody did growing up, but um, we've been brainwashed into believing that what we see in movies and things are not true. There's only one original thinker. That's God. All you can do is tap into that. So it's true somewhere. And a lot of majority of it's true here. The alliance is part of part of that is in the alliance. So I say that, you know, You know, I'm going to continue to do my job and be edgy and put out the the weird stuff as part of my job to wake you up. As Patriot said to the reality of what's coming, like Hewitt said, you can't, you know, a lot of people will not be able to handle the truth. Do you choose to go all the way? Are you going to let go of the things that if they I say it's not a pie and it is turning and you look at the separation of the continents, it becomes obvious. What caused them to separate? There has to be a force, a rotational force. So
1: talk about flat earth,
2: flat earth of the mind control that's on you and open up your mind to things that trigger you to become very, very upset very quickly on just a few words. So I would say stand solid with God, get yourself straight, eat healthy, eat well. Ground daily, walk barefoot in the grass if you can. If you got grass, we're in a nice day 65 outside. So I'm going to go out in the grass and walk around barefoot and pick up the doggy mines back there. (laughs) And, you know, and so, uh, thank you everybody. Thank you, Janine. Thank you, Patriot. Love you both. God bless and continue to do this amazing job you're both doing. I love everything you do. Thank you so much and God bless in the chat too and everybody here thank you thank you so much gene god bless
1: thank you so much everybody in the chat do appreciate you being here and i hope you guys enjoyed this and there's more to come and um i i know that as we get through this I'll, i'll call these two gentlemen back again all right and now we turn the page good night everybody